This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and this safety Who's under there, I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there, I want to talk about this and this everybody and welcome back to the mass singer rahapa podcast we're here today to talk about season nine episode six aka country music night here on the mass singer i'm very much feeling out of my depths on this one but we're gonna have fun with it it's gonna be all good i am of course puya the cowboy hat zan Bikili, ready to break it down and with me as always is the lovely liana the john deere tractor boris liana how are you doing <laughs> I'm doing well. I had John Deere tractor sheets when I was growing up. Actually, what? yeah, <laughs> like my bed sheets. They were John Deere tractors, and I had a little John Deere tractor, like a uh, figurine kind of thing. I uh-huh. think I got it from my grandpa. So yeah, it's like it's it's fitting. It's fitting is I guess what I'm trying to say. Hmm. I see. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it was a thing that existed. Oh, and my stepdad made me pillows, John Deere pillows one time. Were you what just a John Deere those? fan or was this a you got forced into the John Deere life? That's a good question. Probably a little bit of both. I mean, I learned to drive a tractor when I was very young. So 
I was I was I was raised on the deer, baby. <laughs> oh dear, indeed. Yeah, Liana. Yeah. We got we got country music night here. Okay. As the uh, country music expert on the panel, what were your thoughts on this episode? Yeah, it was cute. It was fun. I actually really enjoyed the country version of the Mass Singer theme song, the stinger that they play for the intro and outro from the commercials. That was actually really cute. I totally dug that. I I need to go back and see if they've done that for other ones, if they've changed the that sound because they made it a country version. So I thought that that was a nice little touch because otherwise, I mean, you know, uh, they sang some country sort of country songs, folk songs, country songs, and, you know, there were some cowboy hats. But other than that, it wasn't I like again, I keep going back to Marvel night that they actually had props and stuff. So for this, it was yeah, it was fine. OK, cool. It was cute. It was cute. Uh, what I thought was interesting, though, was that the so the walkout song that they have been doing for all of the different episodes, you know how they play a song at the very beginning and they have the one of the judges typically sing that song. Yes. None of the judges were singing, which I thought was interesting. Now, it was fancy like, which is a Walter Wa- Walter Hayes, Walker Hayes. I don't remember his name. Anyway, it's like kind of made its way into the pop charts. Also, like top 100. I don't know, or at least that's it shows up in my like top pop current songs or whatever on Spotify. But no one was singing it. So that was interesting. I don't know if that means something. Mm, I think I think that this is more of a no one wanted to do the southern like twang uh, in the voice. <laughs> and they none Maybe. of them wanted to, you know, step up to the plate to do that. I mean, if I was going <laughs> to nominate someone, I would have assumed it would have been Robin. Right. I would have picked Robin too. I don't know why. Yeah. So, I mean, I know why. I feel like he's the more, most likely person to try it and do it. Yeah. But he um, did have the biggest hat, which did you keep an eye on his hat? Yeah. I looked at his hat uh, as per your request. Okay. And what is your conclusion? So, here's okay. So, let me set the stage for listeners at home. So, I watched the episode today. And when I was at the close to the end of the episode, I texted Pui and I was like, hey, no spoilers, but when you do your watch today, can you please keep an eye on Robin Thicke's hat? Because I swear to God, it keeps getting bigger every single time I see it. Yeah. Liano seemed to believe that this hat was just becoming <laughs> growing in size with every frame. <laughs> By the end, it was huge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your theory, right? Is that it got bigger? <laughs> yeah, like I figured maybe he had multiple versions of the hat. And there were sometimes he wasn't wearing it, and then he would get swapped out with an even bigger hat. Well, yeah, for the first performance, he fully wasn't wearing a hat at all. And then when it came to the axolotl, there was also no hat. Then there was the macaw. And there was no hat. Oh. So he wasn't really wearing this hat until the end. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought maybe uh, maybe I just saw it in the beginning and then all of a sudden at the end it took me by surprise. A surprise hat. A sir hat. Well That's done. Important. You've outdone yourself yeah. once again. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So then let's dive on right in, Liana, to Country Night. First and foremost, we had the fairy coming back to perform once more. Um, clue packages as they have been when they're repeats, they're the same with the exception of the blue ribbon on the book, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming. Is, so what does a blue ribbon on a book mean? 
I assume award-winning. Just that? Like, there's no, like, specific reason to it? I mean, I guess it could be, like, a book about Pabst Blue Ribbon, like, the beer, like, PBR. It gets, like, a, like, a book, like, a, like, a book about, about, about PBR. It could be, it could be, like, that, because that's, like, a blue ribbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise what what else do blue ribbons mean oh wait what about that ice cream isn't there like blue ribbon ice cream blue ribbon ice cream so obviously it's not about the ice cream so obviously what if it is though it's it's so obviously (laughs) not that i feel like we shouldn't even explore that so rest your googling fingers down for Uh, that um yeah i mean i i'm assuming yeah uh, best book or best winning i don't know best selling whatever <laughs> best selling yeah exactly something the other thing that was interesting is that it said fairy tales like specifically on the books i didn't know if that I was a clue that's or just not. a pun on the fact that the fairy is the performer oh my god i'm so stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's i think it's gotta be a uh, fairy tales <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> fairy tales. I wonder if it has anything to do with the fairy. Hmm. I am nothing if not an overthinker, so that's very much on brand for it's me. Classic Boris behavior. <laughs> this we do know. All right. Uh, it really is. That's why I bother you so much when we're watching Survivor. Like, well, technically, I saw in the preview that I'm yum yum. Yeah, you're a you are a simp for. I'm gonna proceed to overanalyze this frame. Sometimes well, it's as simple as the first thought, Liana. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you're here to help correct me and put me on the right path. I am glad I am here. Also, now talk to us about the performance. Yes. So the song was Angel from Montgomery, I believe, by Bonnie Raitt. And I think that this was something that she had said, the fairy had said that she had loved as a little girl. And it was someone that an artist that she still looks up to. So that was kind of helpful to. And and there was also a comment from actually last week's song that Linda was a good friend of hers and she's been rooting for her since she was 13. So that also sort of helped with the trying to figure out like how old this performer is. But anyway, so back to the actual performance. I feel like this is a, such a fantastic choice. I mean, she's chosen two songs from people who either she like knows or like looks up to. And it feels like she's been performing these her whole life because it just, it just I think she did an absolutely fantastic job. No real backup dancers. You know, they were on stage, I think, but she was kind of like walking around. So all the focus was really on her uh, and all of the beautiful gold lighting. Just, I mean, the whole thing was just like visually stunning to me. Yeah, I felt similarly. I did notice that the fairy's torso had these lights that kept changing color, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. I had not picked up on that last week. So I did like that. The song was good. Wait, was she the one who was going to the rave? I don't remember. Someone made a comment last week about, oh, she's going to the rave, and I thought it was the fairy. Oh, okay. No, I think it would have had to have been, it would have been uh, Lele Pons, because the Coachella stuff came up there. Her uh, her costume last week, it had all the lights and stuff. Like, when she first came out, um, you could see all of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't pick up on it till this episode, so. Okay. 
Yeah, well, was, that's good that they were able to use them here. Well, and they had the audience with the candles and stuff, too. Yeah. No, I thought this was a great performance. And I put in my notes, I was like, you need a good singer to take the fairy out. Otherwise, this is a very, very good middle of the road performance that the fairy should be able to ride to the end or by yeah. the enemy in the episode. It definitely didn't feel like there's absolutely no way anyone's going to beat her, but it did feel like, okay, yeah, another solid entry from the fairy and exactly. to have her do a different genre and have her do that well. That made me feel that, oh, she is, it's not necessarily just about the song choice per se, at least at this moment, that's how I felt. And that she is like really, truly excellent. Yeah. Ultimately, I thought, you know, fun, good. We can move on and see who else is next because they, they do love opening with the uh, the reigning champion, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then when the judges it came to the judges, we did get a clue from a one Bill Engvall, who is a stand up uh -huh. comedian. I'm not familiar with Bill. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. Um, so he's from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Uh, which is like uh, it's like a group of there were four comedians that would it was like Jeff Foxworthy, Larry, the cable guy, Bill Ingvall and. Oh, my God, who's the other one and the other one and they had it was like a comedy tour and they maybe had movies or something, maybe just. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, so they were like, it's like a whole thing. But the whole point, it's where Jeff Foxworthy, I feel like, would do the oh, you might be a redneck, like they're all Southern, kind of working class, blue collar humor kind of stuff. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, Bill Engvall put down his uh, box of tools to present a clue. And the clue was 21, aka Blackjack. It was two cards, playing cards mm -hmm. with that would add up to 21. Yes. So, okay. So what did it for me, which ugh, I told you, I told Puya this in private, but I'm telling everybody else that I'm so excited to come home, get on the podcast and be like, I know exactly who the fairy is. And then she ultimately ends up getting a mess. Like, sorry about it. But what made me clue in, pun intended, to who I think or thought the fairy was, was what she said after the 21 was revealed. So it was 21 blackjack. And then she said, I know something about winning. And with this hand, I could take you to school. And the first thing that popped into my head was 21 jump street, like 21 taking you to school. So then I did a quick Google search and I assumed it was based on the other clues, like what I had mentioned earlier about the fact that Linda's a good friend, rooting for her since she was 13. Like, since that clue, and I think Nicole also talked about this a little bit, but like putting her age in the timeline, I knew it couldn't be the 21 Jump Street movies that have come out. So I assumed it was the original TV series. And then it was actually a very quick process of elimination to get to the ultimate person who ends up being unmasked and uh, identified as the fairy. I was, I was so, oh, man. I could have had it. I mean, that's probably why they gave you the obvious clue. She was getting unmasked, but still. Yeah, I had no idea. So <laughs> I I mean, you know, that makes sense. But I do have never seen the original 21 Jump Street. I only know it as the um, 
Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum vehicle, knowing that it mm-hmm. was it was pulled from a show, obviously, but mm-hmm. I didn't know no. So that's where I was. Uh, pretty much nowhere. I had no idea. Uh, Ken mentions Jennifer Aniston. Boo. Uh, <laughs> then uh, the Nepo baby clue is what they kept focusing on. And I thought Robin's guess of Lori Harvey was actually pretty fun and mm-hmm. could have been a fun one, but obviously it was not to be. Mm-hmm. Yep, not to be. Yeah, no one got her correct. Yeah, which is uh, refreshing. I like that. I like that the judges were also in the dark here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then let's move over to a new performer in the scenes. We've got the Axolotl, a.k.a. my pick. Uh, I believe I picked Axolotl fourth overall. Mm-hmm. And uh, Axolotl comes on out. They make comments about how the Axolotl is short. And I thought, okay, I'll put that in my mind for later. In the clue package, we saw pom-poms. There was mention of them getting bullied so bad they had to transfer schools. And then there was a, a raw steak on the table which actually came through and was a very important clue uh then they mentioned that uh what's it called they have found a perfect song and that perfect song led them to the perfect man and also there was a wrestling ring bell kind of the ding 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 that bell that was there and immediately for me that was all i needed was Mm. wrestling bell i'm gonna focus in on a wrestler potentially and uh did you get anywhere with these clues no it wasn't until we got to Robin doing his guesses where he started talking about the divas. Then that's what sort of started me. But then I think Jenny, no. Yeah. Jenny guesses the correct one. So it got like, it kind of ends up narrowing down pretty quickly and the clues like totally fit. Well, see the thing is with um, Robin, he was focused in on the Bella twins which uh-huh. I knew it couldn't be simply because neither of them, like uh, one of them is married to another wrestler, Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan. Uh, fun fact, Nikki Bella and John Cena dated for a long time, but I knew that, that that's not who this is ref- referencing. I just knew. And then when Jenny brings up Alexa Bliss, I was like, this is exactly who it is. Alexa Bliss's like tagline is like five feet of fury. She is shorter. She is married to a singer. This is who, and she was also on Total Divas, which was a show on E. So to me, that was the immediate, this is the right guess. The performance itself, I thought was good. I thought this was a fun performance. Um, I thought that she could usurp the fairy, but in my head, the only way that could have happened is if they went to a battle royale and she hit her with the razzle dazzle. But I thought the attitude was there. The movement was there. And I did love all of that. Yeah, so I just want to go back um, and touch on a few things that you had brought up. One was her size, that she's so tiny, which is hilarious because the head of the axolotl costume is so giant that like the discrepancy between the two just makes it so much cuter. She kind of reminds me, the costume kind of reminded me of a Bratz doll, but like axolotl version (laughs) like if if the Bratz universe had an axolotl doll that would be this costume that's what it looked like giant head giant cute eyes just absolutely like the most adorable so I was super taken with her costume um so that was point number one then point number two to go back to the clue package um it was funny because 
Robin had guessed one of the, but he, like, as you mentioned, he had said one of the Bella twins, but then almost immediately ruled those options out by who they were like with who their partners were. So it was interesting that he then stuck with that, even though he literally ruled it out. And Jenny had a guest that was so on board with literally every single clue. It felt like the pom pom. She was a cheerleader bullied so bad. She had to transfer dealt with an eating disorder, the raw, which as you mentioned, um, dealt with is one of the many wrestling clues the heard the song fell in love with the singer the like the the bell like all of that oh and then the clue that you get after the performance too so it was just like every single thing aligned i don't know is there a rule where they can't all guess the same person no we've seen that before so i don't understand robin like you're so close buddy like just 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 listen just just think (laughs) because you got it i don't know maybe you just wanted to be different I mean, while that is entirely possible, I just think once you get there and a guess is made that's kind of locked in, you can either jump on board or have your own guess just in case. And I think you went with the just in case. Yeah, like the um, the backup option, just right. in case. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So then that brings us to the performances. You had mentioned that you really enjoyed it, or you enjoyed it, and felt like maybe she could give the fairy a run for her money. I don't think I was as optimistic. I do think that the axolotl sold herself short, though, because in her clue package, she talks about how, oh, you know, I'm not going to be the best singer, but I'm going to, you know, give my all and have a lot of fun. She wasn't she she was like, I mean, she was good. She would be like what I would be if I were on the mass singer, you know, like serviceable can kind of carry a tune. Uh, the dance moves were really fun. I love the whole underwater saloon theme that was going on with all the bubbles and that kind of stuff. The mic drop, I am concerned about. Microphones are expensive. Please don't drop them. No, drop them that, when you can. Why? Why do you care? Why do you care about the mass singer's budget? It's just like, it's like, you know, your heart just goes a little bit like, oh, like, you know, in community, when Jeff Winger breaks that pencil and everybody goes, oh, that's how I felt. No, I disagree. Is that, is that a weird niche? If it's not my say? mic, I'm a, I'm a drop it. Would you throw it? You'd be like, yeet. No. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that I wouldn't do. Oh, and the song was from Leanne Rhymes, Can't Fight the Moonlight, by the way, which. Shout out to the sun, baby. Yes. Like, not like the sun, sun, like in our solar system, the sun, but like the mass singer, the sun. If that was who, who are you explaining this for? Myself. Look, I had to get up really early to do imaging this morning and I'm tired. You said Leanne Rhymes and then said shout out to the sun. We <laughs> all put it together. I there know, was not but I one person who was tale. like, hmm, <laughs> is she talking about the sun in the air? You know, like the sky. Okay, I'm saying this more for myself because I didn't get fairy tales. Okay, this is just to make sure I'm on the same page. You're kind of trying to get that confirmation out of us. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's for myself. Maybe. I don't know. I can't okay. tell. Well then, yeah, I, th- I mean, again, I thought if she makes it to the Battle Royale, she could do something. But if she does off of this performance, I also didn't think she was going to beat the uh, fairy. So yeah, the uh, the XOXO clue. Did you think Gossip Girl? I personally did not because I don't really 
I've not ever watched Gossip Girl, so I wouldn't have gone there. Okay. Yeah. Does that help? Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So then we can go over to um, the wide receiver by the name of Robert Woods that brings out a clue here. So this is not the second time they've brought out a football player for this. Is Robert Woods a fan of country music or something? Do we know? He plays for the Houston Texans. That's about as country as you can get football wise <laughs> yeah, without singing, right? I, I guess so. I don't know. What do you think is, I don't, you're probably the wrong person to ask this question to, wow. but I'm trying to think of what NFL team is like the most country. Uh, I can, I can shoot out a question to someone and see if they get back to me with it. Okay. During this episode. Probably the Texans. I mean, the Cowboys are probably actually the top of the list, but maybe they, maybe Jerry Jones wouldn't let anybody out. I assume he keeps them all in a cage. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, Robert Wood comes out with the 2.3 million mm-hmm. on the uh, clue package. And then Axelotl says, that's how many people watch me when I work. And that's just on a Monday. And I thought this is the most bait answer or obvious mm-hmm. answer. Monday night, Monday night, raw, raw mm-hmm. steak, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a wrestler. And also right. the other thing with the Bella Twins guess was that the Bella Twins don't wrestle anymore for for. WWE. So mm. that was kind of a like they didn't mention the retired, so that doesn't help. But anyway, uh, mm. all right. Is there anything else you want to say about the axolotl? No, I don't have anything else I want to say about the axolotl. Up, well, actually, okay. When that happened, though, the the Monday night uh, that's on just a Monday, it was kind of the same aha moment when Robin started putting all the clues together and that's always like such a fun, I mean, he didn't get to the right answer, but like, I just love that energy. So that was very (laughs) enjoyable. And then the other thing that I did notice, and this is just a general comment about this episode is the Chirons again, the lower thirds, which honestly were fine this week. Nick Cannons was rhinestone cowboy. Nicole was late for a square dance. Jenny's was honky tonk woman, but Ken's, Ken's was chef's kiss. It was bless his heart. He's trying. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something you would say ever. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was like perfect. It was like, it's got enough of with the, you know, Oh, bless his heart, like the Southern element to it. So bless his heart. He's trying. Oh, Oh, bless his heart. (laughs) He is indeed trying. He's out here trying his best. It's not good, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, how many times can you guess Angelina Jolie on The Mass Singer and not be, you know, told that you're just trying your best? The limit does not exist. This is Ken Jeong. Mm -hmm. He will keep trying his his most with that guess until one day it happens. All right, Liana, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about our final performer of the night, and that is The Macaw. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Macaw! It's the Macaw, Liana. Macaw time. Uh, the Macaw comes out. What did you think of this costume? What did I think of this costume? So I'm a big fan of wings. That's always Aren't a plus. Uh, agreed aren't we all that so that was a plus for me i i uh, look overall i thought like the costumes were were fun i'm not sure i quite got that because he was like a band leader or ringmaster or something was kind of the underlying outfit like the red part of his costume the double-breasted kind of thing was he supposed like I wanted him a hat? I, he needed a hat, I guess, is the point I'm trying to make to tie the whole what? costume together. He needed a hat. I'm sorry. He just needed a hat, like a little like a little bellboy cap or like a ringleader hat or. or no. Yeah, he needed a hat. Why? The, the helmet was already so damn big without a yeah. hat. But the axolotl head is giant, so why can't he have a little bit of the a axolotl more giant head? did not have a hat. Yeah, no, I know. But if you're saying is the okay, well, sorry, I'm sorry. Why do you take umbrage with the fact that he sh- the hat issue? I just disagree that he needed a hat. I know, but on what grounds? On the grounds that it wasn't necessary. It was yes, but it okay, but no, it was necessary to tie the whole outfit together. The His outfit little, like, was tied together fine. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, am I taking crazy pills? He needed a hat. You thought fairy tale was a unique clue that needed <laughs> further examination. <laughs> okay, ignore it. That's a straw man argument. <laughs> ignore the fairy tale. We're focusing on the hat. He needed 
a hat. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I don't You're know what saying kind of hat, but you need a- that the axolotl, sorry, the, the, the macaw need like a bellhop hat. Why? Yeah. yeah. Like a bellhop hat or like a, like a, like a ringleader hat or maybe like a whip and a hat. I Why? felt like you needed, to commit, you needed to commit more to the costume that he's wearing. The squirrel the came out like was full already gladi- committed. The, the, the squirrel came out in like full gladiator gear. And I feel like the macaw just didn't go far enough. I think it was a great step in the right direction. But I do think that the macaw needed just a little like a little something, something. You are smoking that good stuff right now. Because I respectfully disagree. The macaw's outfit was incredible. He needs a hat. No. Yes. Okay, fine. You know what? Agree to disagree. I will agree to agree that the costume, apart from the fact that he needed a hat, did look really cool. That he's a hat. And I'm actually surprised to see you on board with a bird costume because you typically dislike all of the bird costumes. Because the bird costumes look rather cheap. This did not look cheap to me. Okay, well, it needed a hat. It most certainly did not. Yes, it does. Do you enjoy being wrong? Let's take a quick pause here. Do you like being incorrect? Yes. Okay. Then I don't know. What's this the answer to like sense? sticks it to you? Yeah. <laughs> I stuck it to you. You stuck it to me by agreeing yeah. with me that you're wrong. <laughs> no, I, I'm not wrong. You I said, do you enjoy being wrong? And you said yes. Gotcha. <laughs> Something's in the water here. Anyway, let's move on then. Liana, take us through the, the clue package of the macaw. <laughs> okay. Who needs a hat, apparently? Okay, if I send you a Google search link, will you get a se- just just take just take a, a little teeny tiny peek and tell me that the macaw doesn't need a hat like that? No. Okay. okay. The, you're arguing because the macaw was wearing a red outfit that it needed no, a hat. I- no. You just saw a bird. No, you saw a whole bird rocking an outfit and you thought, hmm, not realistic enough that this bird's wearing a red outfit. <sighs> Throw on a bell boy hat on him. <laughs> it looked, it was like a double breasted red, like knee length coat with stripes on the sleeves or maybe like maybe he's like a like a railroad conductor or something whatever regardless he needs a hat okay that's all i'm saying yeah because the hat would have made it more realistic yes it would and you know what else would make it realistic is the fact that the macaw is amazing and i would just it's just like everything would be perfect about the macaw if they had a hat because they are a fantastic performer And I'm so excited to see what they do next. Yeah, because of how much you're taking umbrage with this hat thing, I hope the macaw loses. The macaw, the macaw already won this round, bruh. Yeah, but if the macaw wins, that's an asterisk next to your win because you're being mean to the macaw. So you don't deserve the macaw on your team. Okay, you don't. You don't deserve the California roll on your team. I picked. I gave you them. I I picked them. I I messed with your mind. I convinced you that I didn't want the doll. So you picked the doll and you fell into my trap. <laughs> like a bear trap. 
I don't understand your thoughts on the macaw. Anyway, tell us about the clue package, Liana. Okay. So, the clue package. So, the macaw talks about, this is actually, the whole thing was kind of about, like, I'm sad, but the macaw is giving me courage. Like, that was, like, the vibe of the whole clue package. Because it starts out with the macaw saying, oh, the the macaw is everything I'm not. He's flashy, confident, really, like, just has that energy, that aura about about themselves. And then the macaw goes on to explain about their childhood, how they've been performing since they were young, but it wasn't always their choice because their dad would bribe them with quesadillas to perform, which that made me crave a quesadilla. So that was exciting. And then there was a cue, a clue that said salsa. It was like a salsa jar. There were also two of the men in black holding you know those signs that point to like the Liberty tax, like, like the car the, dealership, like the yeah. uh, the guy outside the store with an arrow that's dancing. Yeah, exactly. Flipping it and, you know, doing their whole little thing. And it was interesting because it was spinning and then it started pointing upwards. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that means anything, but it was just spinning and then pointing upwards. There were also dolphins, but I don't know if that was just the whole clue package vibe or if that's actually a clue because they weren't on screen for that long, but you did write them down. <laughs> it's more of a clue than fairy tales is. <laughs> right. Thank you. Good thing I wrote it down then. And then there was also the words la, 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 la all over the screen. That to me seemed like a visual clue. La, 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 maybe. And then it wraps up, the macaw wraps up by saying, and now, uh, oh, yeah, I like I like it was sad. And now I have this newfound courage and it's on display and I'm going to perform. There you go. Yeah. Did I, did I get it? Did I get uh, it yeah. Yeah. I love that you do explain rather well that the macaw was excited to be in the macaw outfit because the macaw outfits everything the performer is not. So they're saying that they feel confident in this macaw outfit. Mm-hmm. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And here you are talking down to the macaw, being like, "You have no right to be this confident without a bellhop hat." I'm sorry, like that is that is uncalled for. It's so, a, okay. The rude. only reason it's become a big deal is because you are making it a big deal. It's a small note for the costume department. Just a small note for the costume department. I'm the department. one making it a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I said I, would, I disagree, I like- and you were like. No, he needs a hat. Here's a Google link with hats that you need to look at to confirm this. It's not a big deal, but the hat, the hat needs a hat. It needs a hat. All right. So the macaw that needs a hat. The clue package for the macaw said they're not flashy confidence in country song. They need a hat. They didn't. They had quesadillas, which I'm craving quesadilla now. They need a hat. That was you. That was you in the clue package. I'm being totally chill and I'm letting it go. Don't sound like it. It's chill. I'm chill. I don't even care. I don't even care who had who. I don't even. I don't. I don't even know her. Okay. (laughs) What's a hat? I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of it. The clue package for the macaw felt very like cartoonish a little bit. It felt sad. You felt sad for the macaw. Yeah, I felt like I was like he's just like forced to perform. Which, by the way, they're repealing all those child labor laws. So maybe the macaw was like, you know. Anyway, so it was just sad, and but I'm I'm happy because it does sound like the macaw is sort of finding their footing. So it seems 
sad, but with a positive trajectory. They're fine. Okay. They're going to be fine. I don't know what the arrows going up are. They could be arrow the show. They could be pointing upwards to the north, a.k.a. Canada. They could Mm. be stonks. So this could be like a stock guy. We don't (laughs) know. They also mentioned that this blah, blah, blah fills them with glee. They could be part of the glee gang. I don't know. Anyway, the performance was really good. I did like the smoke that they pumped into the stage. That's always a nice touch. Personally, I do like that. And to me, it felt very obvious that the macaw was going to be going head to head with the fairy after this performance. Totally. I 100% agree. They the song choice also is fantastic because so this was they performed Tim McGraw uh, Live Like You Were Dying, which is a fantastic song choice. One, because it fit them, but also because of the crescendos of the song. And like it just makes you feel all the things. It's just ugh, amazing. And the macaw can sing. Again, similar to the fairy, no backup dancers, all the focus on them, the same sort of yellow, like warm sunset theme, as you mentioned, the smoke on stage, which I agree, I totally enjoyed as well. This was such a good performance. I am incredibly impressed with the macaw. <sighs> yeah, I'm what happy the macaws. I'm, I'm happy. The, I'm, I, no, we'll get to it at the end. We'll, get, we'll, talk, about we'll talk about it at the end. I'm just happy the macaws on my team. Yeah, I mean, I remember being annoyed that you picked the macaw when you did in the draft because I was hoping to get the macaw sneakily, but I didn't. Um, But no, macaw was good. I thought macaw was great, and I enjoyed the macaw here. Uh, The guesses from the judges, Liana, you've heard all the guesses. You've heard all the stuff. Um, Is there any world this is Elijah Wood? No. First of all, I love the fact that Robin kept calling him Frodo, not Elijah Wood. Which was funny. He's Frodo. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell if I'm. It's a. <laughs> should we be offended or not? But because is it because he's short? Like, do you think he's making like a short joke? That's I don't think he was Frodo? making any joke. He just said Frodo because that's what came to mind first. It's like if someone said Harry Potter before they said Daniel Radcliffe. No. Okay. Because he knew All Elijah right. Wood was also in The Good Son, which is why he brought that up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. So, who's the guy who looks like Elijah Wood that they get confused all the time? I think people used to get confused with Daniel Radcliffe, but I don't think there's anyone Daniel else. Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood? Okay, there's me saying something again. Yeah, look, this feels like one of two things is true, okay? Either Robin genuinely has no idea who this is. Two, Robin absolutely knows who this is. And this is like his decoy guess. And he doesn't want to put any effort into it. And he's just like, yeah, it's freaking Frodo, man. <laughs> Why is he speaking like that? <laughs> I don't know. But the only thing that popped into my head was, um, oh, my God. Uh, turn the freaking fro- <laughs> freaking frogs gay. That song. <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head. Like the Alex Jones <laughs> meme? yeah <laughs> oh my god why i don't know you know what i've learned here today audience we've learned to think together you and i um this may not be the sesame street week but we've learned to lesson the lesson is when liana wakes up at four in the morning to go to work for an early day make her take a nap before the podcast that's what we've learned here today Okay, I think okay, I think I've identified why it popped into my head because I saw a TikTok of a woman making soap and she was making like 
be, <laughs> I want to call it gay frog soap, <laughs> but like it was like the rainbow and then frogs. And then she played that song over while she was making the soap. I think that's where it came from. I think I don't know what to be more concerned source. about is your TikTok algorithm or the fact that Alex Jones was on your mind today. No, 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 no. It's the song. So she, there's like sure. the remix version. There's like the remix version of the song. Liana, you are an amazing scientist, woman, partner. Thank you. Thank you. There is no song that this is the remix of. He said it in one of his stupid shows. No, I know. He and then said someone it, took song. it and made it a yeah. song. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's it. The song. There's no remix. <laughs> Isn't that what you call like when you take like somebody who said something words and you make it into music? Do you know? Then you call make it a, it a song unless someone remix. took that song and then added more to it. Then that's a remix. Okay, so it's just it's a it's a it's just a mix. It's not even a premix because the words would be the premix and then this that is would mix. The weirdest episode of this podcast in the seven seasons that we've done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay okay (laughs) all right all right let me try okay i'm gonna be a big girl and i'm gonna focus i'm gonna focus we're gonna put our big girl pants on okay so i am a professional and (laughs) i have the giggles okay all right i'll be the professional jenny guessed zayn malik i do not think it's zayn malik nicole guessed doug rob of hoobastank and then there was a joke back and forth about guess a stank from Robin to Nicole. And Nicole was like, you called my guess a guess a stank. Well, your guess was Elijah Wood. And he said, well, Elijah Wood wasn't the good son with Macaulay Culkin. So, yes, you did a guess a stank. And surprisingly, Ken was not involved with all this guess a stank talk. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just because he's like perpetually a guess a stank. So, you know, it's he's you can't like really stunk. He's he's guesses stunk. Oh, we forgot about the other clue. Okay, actually, I'm happy that we're talking about this because this is the clue that I wanted to pick your brain on. So the clue that uh, Dina Carter comes out with, country music artist, blah, blah, uh, is silver medal. So silver medal, second place. And the quote that the macaw said was, it wasn't until I left the nest that I struck gold. Clay Aiken. <laughs> Really? No. No, I have no idea. Blanky can't sing like that. Wow. But Didn't the, the reason- dude come in second in American Idol? Yeah, he lost to Robin or uh, Ruben, Ruben. Stuttered or yeah. whatever, right? So yeah, then, he, but- <laughs> he. At least he can sing, I guess. I think. Well, Clay Aiken had the song, the like, I just want to fly on your wall, invisible. I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that was the one because it's like, it's like kind of creepy. Wow. Like I wish I could be a fly on your wall, like watching you and stuff. It's kind of cool. All right. But the reason why I wanted <laughs> to bring cool it up or is, is it creepy? <laughs> it's not important right now. So the cool thing <laughs> is that I wanted to ask you because I feel like you know about the singing competition reality shows. So is there anybody who came in second place? I just on, like, said X-Factor? Clay Aiken. It's not I don't there's no way it's Clay Aiken. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. How I mean, about someone else? Who the else thing is, but it also like, X Factor. Okay, so I don't know and anything you know about X Factor. X Factor. Yes, you do. You mm-hmm. know X Factor. It's on your TikToks. 
No, it isn't. It's like the funny rejected auditions on my TikTok because I yeah. watch the awful auditions of stuff. Um, yeah. No, the thing is, I'm well versed in like the placements of the first couple seasons of American Idol. Um, okay. And then like maybe the first season of The Voice. And then mm-hmm. other than that, no, because there's like 18 seasons of The Voice. There's 200 seasons of American Idol. Um, there's America's Got Talent. There's a lot of shows that this could be. And I, I don't know. I don't have any yeah. clear indicators. Um, okay. Fair. The, the, maybe the arrow thing going up. Maybe that's a, that's a song that's titled Up or a song that's titled North or a song that's titled Stand Up or something like that. I don't know. Um, silver medal do not know what to make of that clue to be honest but I do think runner up of a show maybe not a singing show any show I think is a good shout here's the thing so the reason why I think it could be a singing show but also it could be just a performance show but I think he's a singer is because he's so good like so good and has a little bit of that recording level quality to his voice which mm. makes me feel like this is somebody along the same lines as um, who am I thinking of? The, oh my God. Chris Daughtry, like similar to that. Where, no, not even. Macaw's not that yeah. good. Macaw's not okay, that well, good. Maybe, okay, 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 okay. Look, I get a little bit ahead of myself. Maybe not that good, but I feel like similar vein. If I was to rename this this costume, it would be Midcaw because the macaw's <gasps> fine. Because it doesn't have a hat. Nope. The outfit's 10 out of 10. The <laughs> shut outfit's up about great. That. Shut up about that. Shut up about that. You, you shut racks. up about the hat. 15 racks. <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like this was a fine performance. I will say group two easily better than group one on average. They mm-hmm. killed it compared to them. But I do, in my honest, honest, honest opinion, believe that the macaw is just okay. And that <sighs> if the macaw was in the same running as the gargoyle in that first week, the gargoyle would have gone through and the <gasps> macaw would have been not saved by the belt. Macaw's fine. Bruh, no, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. no, no. That's unacceptable. That's well, so not true. That's not true. That's not true. It is an opinion that I have. Okay, well, I disagree firmly and emphatically. I, and I'm okay with that. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and make you look through Google searches of hats to convince you otherwise. <laughs> All right, fine. Oh, yeah, well, fine. We just disagree to disagree. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Um, I, did okay. get, I did hear back from my NFL correspondent who okay. I texted without context and said, who would you say is the most country NFL team? Okay. And this uh, confidential correspondent responded, the Cowboys are country, but rich. You know, it's something about the Falcons that seems a little dusty. So <laughs> he said, okay, Cowboys <laughs> or Falcon. Wow. You just, you just assume it's Chappelle. I don't know. No, of course not. Well, you've been wrong about a lot of things on this podcast, uh, but you're not wrong about that being Chappelle. (laughs) That was Chappelle. (laughs) Um, Okay, good. Well, thank him for his feedback. I will. I will. Okay. All right. So there you go. Anything else about this uh, mid performer before we get to the reveal and then the battle royale? 
I'm sorry. You mean the dope macaw? No, no, I do not. Okay. Well, you just misspoke, but it's fine. Hey, if that helps you get through this podcast. All right. So anyway, Axolotl is out of the running here. Not a surprise to me at all. No. Um, The guesses, you know, we had three people on the panel that guessed wrestlers. Nicole on her own planet guessed an Olympian. It was indeed a wrestler and it was indeed Alexa Bliss. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, again, totally fits. I I really enjoyed her unmasked. I mean, obviously sad for her to be unmasked. One, she's gorgeous. And two, I love the fact that she talked about dealing with anxiety and sort of her journey and her path and even doing this and how doing something that scares you helps her with growth and that kind of stuff. Totally on board. Love that. Love that for her. Very happy that she was on the show. Yeah, no, I I was happy to see Alexa Bliss on here. Very fun performance. I always love when a wrestler shows up because I know I'm going to know them. So I'm always into that. So that was Mm -hmm. a huge plus. And then Axolotl leaves and we get to the Battle Royale here. Mm -hmm. And what were your thoughts on this head to head uh, um, battle? Yes. Okay. Fantastic song choice. First of all, that don't impress me much. Shania Twain. I grew up listening to this album. It's one of my favorites. The fairy did fine, but this is where the cracks, I think, started to show a little bit where it, it it made me feel like the past two songs that she had chosen really were songs that she had, like had an emotional place for her, something that she felt like she connected to, something that maybe she had practiced a lot because it just felt like something was missing a little bit with this, with doing Shania Twain for the fairy. And so then when the macaw stepped in and the macaw 10 out of 10 outstanding, definitely doesn't need a hat, just has such a smooth voice. He sounded like a recording. I love him. I was so happy. It felt like a not even a close call. Whereas last week with the jackalope, it felt like much more of a close call between the fairy and the jackalope. This to me felt like a runaway for the macaw. See, I didn't feel that way. I thought that the macaw pulled an upset here. What? Okay. What? Yeah. Did I did I stutter? So you're saying that you think that the macaw's performance of Tim McGraw was worse than the fairy's performance? I thought it was a fun performance. First and foremost, it was fun, but ultimately, I didn't think it was so good that it like had to be the the one. Blah 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 blah. Well, yeah. Bless your heart. Choices. Hmm. Hmm. I just think you've got like McCall love goggles on for some reason. (laughs) Well, the outfit is red. And you know what they say about red flags? When you're wearing rose colored glasses, it's tough to see them. I think and, and stop me if I'm wrong, but I don't think so. I think you're trying so hard to grab onto any performer to tell yourself and convince yourself that they're going to be better than the California rule. I think that's what's happening. You just really want to win. And that's kind of causing you to be a little bit too in favor of the macaw, even though the macaw is fine. Yeah. I think the Cali rule is definitely still in the lead, but this is what's really interesting. So the fairy gets unmasked here, which means that the macaw ultimately wins round two. So we've completed round one. 
with the California roll winning. We've completed round two with the macaw winning. So both circumstances, we've had the person who literally comes in in the last episode win and move on. I think that that was very interesting, especially contrasted to what we saw with the harp just come in and body everyone on her way to the finale. So I think the fact that we've really only heard one and then I guess the battle royale performance from each of these two performers, I think it leaves a lot it leaves a lot of wiggle room because it's not like we've seen these consistent track records of the performers being outstanding. We really just have what we have in that one performance, as well as any impression that we think, right? So if we're talking about the California roles being pentatonics, then we have sort of this impression of what we think that they can do. We don't actually know that yet on the Mass Singer stage. So I think that the quarterfinals, one, totally stacked. And I think that it's going to be really interesting to see them have to perform for literally only a second time on the show. In well, the they'll get two round. more. They'll get two more performances. Oh, but you mean well, like no. once they get to that? Yeah. So here's yeah. the thing. What this season has shown is that if you perform more than once, you're probably going to get ousted. So that's wild. And I mean, the thing is, we've seen high variance. We've seen, you know, who squirrel was someone who killed it week one, week two, clearly out of their depths a little bit by the end there. So Mm -hmm. these things happen. These things happen, which I'm excited for because it adds a little bit of an unknown element, even the two performers that are currently in the wings waiting for their chance at the wild card slot, which I believe the two there are the gargoyle. And who's the other one? It is the gargoyle. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. And who was saved in the third episode of this season that would be oh my god why am i not remembering i'm surprised you haven't googled yet i'm on my way (laughs) (laughs) it was the it was the it was the medusa 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 Medusa. there you go so well medusa did perform more than once medusa made it all the way to the last episode and then got ousted so yeah yeah at this point i I think i'm still how do i feel about what well, do you think that so the gargoyle was kept in the first round? Do you think mm-hmm. like they should have waited? Because I know we were like, oh, they're just gonna wait till the last the third episode and then they're gonna save it. Let's pretend that they could have saved any one of the six perform or the however many performers in the second batch, the seven mm-hmm. performers. Mm-hmm. Who do you think was would have been the right person to save? Well, I wanted to see more of gargoyle because of multiple reasons. No, so I'm totally happy is, with the decision. <laughs> you've heard all of them perform at least once now, correct? Yeah. Who would you have saved with your bell? I told you the gargoyle for okay, multiple so then reasons. You're fine. You're happy with the reason then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm happy again for personal reasons, but I'm thinking like, like, okay, so you know how you can make decisions of what you feel like is collectively the correct decision and what you feel personally is the correct decision. And sometimes they're the same and sometimes they're different. Sure. Okay. So like, for example, like, collectively what's good for maybe the most people could be the fairy. Like if we feel like the fairy performed the best out of all of the contestants, she performed multiple times, but like for personal reasons, I want to keep the gargoyle as well as singing reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with the gargoyle being the one picked. I do think gargoyle was the correct one of all of the ones we saw. So 
With that being said, I think it worked out fine. I don't like them holding on to the... um, Like, just because... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's going to be interesting because we're going to be kicking off the third round next week. And so we'll see what ends up happening there. We'll see if the pattern holds where the last person comes in and just usurps the crown. Um, But then also we have the compete back, buyback, redemption Wildcard round. Episode. Okay. Yeah. That's so much better. That's so You're much using better. Too many words for something <laughs> so simple. The thing where the people, they get safe with the ding dong, keep it on, Bell. Yeah. So we're going to have that. We're going to have the quarterfinals. It's, it's going to be a blast. I think so. I think we're gearing up to be in a good place now. Group three coming up next week. We're going to the 80s night on that one. Are you excited for 80s night? I am so excited. I am so excited for 80s night. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm so curious to know what the songs are going to be. I'm re- I'm actually, I think I might be looking forward more to 80s theme night than I was to country music night. So I think same for me, while I do not have a vast knowledge of 80s music, I know that I know a lot of them and I'll be like, oh, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. Oh, I know this song. So I think it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. And I'm excited to have three new performers start us off. And I'm also excited for the bell to be back in play. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm excited for the bell to be back in play, especially because it just opens up the doors like it was mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Oh, well, the ding dong, keep it on bell. They already used it. So <laughs> don't, don't think about that anymore. So it's nice to now have that as a potential option. I love that it's going to be 80s theme night, as I mentioned already. So all thumbs up from here. Yeah, nothing but good things coming our way. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We'll see. We'll find out. All right, Liana, anything else about the episode before we get on out of here? Yes, we need to talk about the fairy unmasking. Oh, true. Okay, so now that the fairy has been unmasked and is revealed to be Holly Robinson, Pete, let me tell you all the clues that I connected to Holly Robinson, Pete. So first of all, the first thing that got me there was the 21 Jump Street because the police badge is shown multiple times in her clue package. Also, again, with the Blackjack 21 taking you to school, blah, 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 all that stuff. So that shows up. The other thing that shows up, oh, the whole like Nepo baby thing. Her father, this was mentioned in the episode, but was Matt Robinson, the original Gordon, which also makes sense why she was brought out on Sesame Street night. Another thing that showed up in her clue package was the rubber duck. And she contributed a variety of songs to the soundtrack of the film, Howard the Duck. So I think that could be the potential connection. The fairy tales book with the blue ribbon. She wrote a children's book called My Brother Charlie, which won her an NAACP image award for outstanding literary work. So it's like an award winning book that fits. Uh, what else? What else was in her clue package? Anyway, the point was, is that like once I got the cast of 21 Jump Street, then it was just very easy to sort of check all the boxes to see who I felt like uh, fit. So. Yeah, there you go. The clues fit to the person the unmasked fit. Who would have exactly. thought? Exactly. There you go, Liana. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. I think still. I think that it doesn't crack my top spot. I think top spot was last week with Sesame Street for me, mm-hmm. but still a good episode. Season nine has been a lot of fun. I've been very much enjoying myself this season. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Looking forward to 80s night and uh, we'll just keep chugging along with a really fun season. Yes. Now, Liana, let people know where can they find you and what are the projects you have going on right now? 
Well, I'm happy that you asked. First, I'll be wearing a hat recording the Survivor B&B this week. We're going to have Jordan Kalish on to talk about everything from episode four of Survivor season 44. I have so many thoughts. I can't. I'm I'm just so excited to talk about it. Oh, I can't wait. And then Drag Race also going strong. We are down to our top five. Yeah, our top five. It feels like a, a we blinked and all of a sudden we were here. So Beth Amon and I are going to be closing out that season. So it's mostly those two things. You can follow me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. Thank you, Liana. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Puya. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream there. Got a lot of projects coming up to round out the month of March. So come through, say hi. I would appreciate it. Uh, then 90 Day Fiance, I had... The incredible Sasha Joseph on with me this week to talk all things 90. We had a good time there. And I do talk Big Brother Canada Fridays. So, you know, Pure Friday is still there. So if you are watching, come through. If you're not watching, but you want to listen, still come through. Would enjoy. Uh, and then uh, myself, Rob, Chappelle, and Jenny got involved with MILF Manor once again to talk the finale. That podcast is already up. If you want to check out our thoughts on the closing of that show and that season, and of course, the lovely Chappelle and I, we talk Bel Air. You can find that over on Post Show Recaps. Come through and check us out. See what we have to say about a very fun season of television there. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to leave a rating and review for this podcast, please go over to robertswebsite.com slash singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R. All right. We have now come to the end of this podcast. We hope you had fun with us. Next week will be 80s night. We'll be learning about three brand new contestants the ding dong bell will be back in motion and we'll find out if liana getting a couple extra hours of sleep is going to change her tune on some of the things she be talking about okay <laughs> more hats so, so take care <laughs> have a good one and we'll unmask you next week bye Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and say with you. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and say with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.